Welcome to the Gamer Trainer Podcast. We talk about everything from the body, business, and brains of gaming to help you, the gamer, level up your life in and out of games. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Now, where to start about the weekend that had just passed? CWL Sydney, the Call of Duty World League in Sydney. We saw the best Call of Duty teams from the Asian Pacific region come together, 30 teams I think exactly it was, to compete for the title, to compete for $14,000 of the first prize uh, money it was for the winning team and for uh, some pro points towards the Call of Duty World League, the World Finals in America. Now where to begin from the monitoring point of view, it was an absolute epic weekend as I'm sure you know, a very emotionally charged weekend, a lot on the line and the boys left it absolutely all out there. They gave everything they possibly could and they were absolutely, by the end of the weekend, emotionally and physically exhausted. Now people can talk about esports or gaming not being a real sport, but I tell you what, if you saw what these guys were like Sunday night after after the finals, they were just drained. They were so physically drained and it taken so much out of them. Now a lot of people sort of talk about the passion and the, everything that was on display between both teams, between Tainted and My Freak. But unless you're really in the inner circles, it, it can be a little bit hard sometimes to understand why they're so boisterous, why they're so emotional, why the, the rivalry is so heated. But I want to put you guys in the shoes of the My Freak team. I want to put you guys in the shoes of a team that have been dominating the scene for so long since, as long as we can probably remember in, in Call of Duty. Good mates, long-time friends, long-time teammates, and one of them gets up and leaves. Leaves the team, almost crushes their hopes and dreams in the year. In the year that there's this wonderful opportunity to go to America and perhaps play in the long term. And you know, almost devastates the team, almost tears it apart. And they leave to follow someone else's dream. Not the dream they built with MyFreak, not the team they built with MyFreak, but to help build someone else's dream. And almost shatter theirs. Now you can understand why when something like this has happened. You can see why. I'm telling you from behind the scenes, the players felt so emotional and felt so passionate about beating their former teammate and beating their new rivals and tainted. A lot of people doubted them, you know. A lot of people doubted some of the online performances, doubted the capabilities without dens, doubted Excite's ability to fit in and, and be the fourth that they needed to be. But people forgot that those three players, the Buzzin, Shocks, Fighter, these were the three guys. That, that was the true core of the team before Dens joined that had that team, had the Marfrey team at the very top and the pinnacle of Call of Duty in this country. People doubted them. And as Buzzin says, as a great man Connor says, doubt them now. Because they delivered when it counted most. True champions rose up when it counted most. Now, I've said this in, the, in other podcasts and other times, that we need more competitive teams in this country to, to see everyone else rise to another level. And I must say thank you to the Tainer Boys, thank you to Dems, thank you to all the guys, because not only did the rivalry, I think, bring the best out of the Mahri guys, but the performance in the game really made them have to rise to another level. Now, they haven't been challenged in this scene for a while, and that's one thing they've always complained about, that they haven't really had to raise their game to another level. 
they haven't had to really step up from a tactical side of point of view, an emotional point of view, from a preparation point of view, from a passion point of view. It's been fairly routine, them just coming to lands and winning. So the performance from Tanks really brought the best out of Marbury. They had to step up. They had to play under pressure. They had to play in their emotion. They had to go to that, that point where they were physically and emotionally drained and step it up. And I think that's just what happened in those final stages. I think my freak, especially when they started off 2-0 in the winner's bracket final, probably thought it was more of the same. A lot of the guys probably thought it was more of the same. We're just going to win the cruise. This... And Tainted stepped it up from there. And I think Tainted stepped up. The gears of my freak were not ready yet to step it up that another gear level. And it really took them losing to realise, hey, fuck, we need to really, really bring this absolute best out of us. We need to step up our game and prove people wrong. And they did that against Validate, and they did that and tainted in the grand final. Immense performances. And I'm so, so proud of the guys. And I honestly, like, I've been around these boys for a very long time, you know, from, and seen them from the old ACL days when they were very, very young and, and still learning the ropes of esports. And I've never, through even the, those emotional days gone past when they had some of those massive Mind Freak fray, Mind Freak community, Robbers. I've never seen these guys so emotional. I've never seen the side of them after the game. Shocks was emotionally ruined. He came up to me at the end of that, of the first 3-2 series in the grand final and said, Sir Riggs, man, I am exhausted. I am emotionally ruined. I don't know what the hell is going on. You know, Mitch, after the final, you know, couldn't stop, stop hugging us and showing that emotion of how thankful and how appreciative it was of what happened on the weekend. Now, I've never seen this with the guys, and there's so much passion involved, there's so much on the line. Everything they've worked for in seven years came down to that one night. And, you know, seeing one of their good mates leave, leave their team and join another team, and have to f fill in the team with a new fourth, a young, young gun who's really brought so much, so much energy to this team. But he's so enthusiastic. He's hungry to win. He's hungry to put his name out there and show people what he's worth. And he's really brought this new aggressiveness, this new, this new hunger to the, to the team. Because I can tell you before, when it came to talking to these guys about doing content, about, you know, about the games, about lifting the level, it was pretty, like I said, it was pretty routine. They're just, they're just expecting to win. Having Cody come into this team, someone who's hungry to win and prove something, it's really elevated everyone else's level. And you can see after the, after the grand final, when they were high-fiving and patting Cody in the back, they're really appreciative. And they put in so much work. There was, in the, in the few weeks leading up to it, they were this themselves, there was a lot of, within the team, a lot of, a little bit of bickering about them doing things different. And Cody perhaps wasn't used to that, because he's always been in teams that have been there or thereabouts, but not quite at the MyFreak level. And the MyFreak team, they, the boys, they expect the very best out of each other. And at times, in scrimming and in online competitions and practice, you can get very heated between them. Well, come competition day, I was just so proud of how they united together as a team. And they really just, just brought it. And honestly, like, champions can, can win everything. But the true test of the champion is what happens when you lose, when you're defeated. And Conor McGregor says himself, defeat is the secret ingredient to success. And I was real, and part of me now is glad that they lost in the winner bracket final because it really made them show what they're capable of. Because any other team could have lost in that winner bracket final and been shattered and just come in and lost and got defeated. And it wasn't just the fact that they came back and won full stop, but it was the, the way they did it in those maps. The, especially that hard point in the last series. Incredible, incredible comeback. 
How many other teams, in, you can hear in some of the comments when they do the listen-ins, would have folded under pressure, would have started getting frantic. The Maverick boys were composed and knew what they had to do, and they just got the job done. And it's a good lesson for you guys to learn. Amateur, semi-pro players out there, is really listen to the Maverick listen-ins compared to other teams. So calculated and clear-cut and to the point. It's not frantic, it's not rambling, it's not moaning, it's not whinging. It's about a job that you've got to get done and you make sure it gets done. But there's, there was so much, like I said, that, that passion to that build-up, so much of that rivalry, you could see it across stage between the both teams. And the Maverick boys really felt like they had this point to prove to the old teammate, to everyone out there that doubted them. And, you know, a lot of people were saying stuff about sportsmanship between both teams, but unless you have been a player at the very top level, you know, I've been lucky to be at the top level in PC Call of Duty, and I've seen the passion, the hours and hours and hours we put into the game, not just to play the game, but to be the very best, to master, to be a student of the game. And when you have competitive people in that environment, it's going to get heated. Shit is going to be said. You know, trash talk is going to happen. And if you don't like that, then get out of esports. I don't want to see this taken out of esports because I've grown up on that and that's what makes it beautiful. It's those stories. You know, it's why people pay to watch Conor McGregor. It's because of that story he drives, that passion, that's something different. I don't want to see robots go in there and play the game and just be like, yep, good game, end of story, same old post-match, same old pre-match interviews. I want to see passion. I want to see it really mean something. Because that's why people will watch. That's why people will get entertained. And I hope you guys really appreciate that because it took a lot out of the guys. Like, it really did emotionally. The build-up, like I said, the tournament itself and after, it took so much out of them and they're appreciative of absolutely everything. People have done... For them, supporters buying the jerseys, supporting our partners, supporting the team, whether it be online or at the event, taking photos with them after, they, were, they are so, so appreciative. I really can't put it into words. So everyone who was there supporting Maverick, we also say thank you to you. You need to know how much it means to the team and how much it means to the boys. And I hope if we go to America to play in this, in this World League Finals, they can do you guys proud and I hope everyone can get behind them. Because again, like I said, you saw it in the. You've seen guys that are quite normally quite composed, roaring out of their chair, screaming with passion, giving it to their opponents. Now they don't do this to be smartass. They do it because they care. That's what one these people that talk trash about the sportsmanship say. Oh, they're all bad sports. I highly doubt. I'll be honest here. I highly doubt you've ever played at a level they have. I highly doubt you've played a game that has so much in the line that they've had. Until you've been in that position, you understand how much they've put into this and how much they have on the line and how much it means to them and how much they care. Then don't sit there and badmouth these guys for putting everything they have, all their emotions on the line in front of everyone in the crowd, in front of everyone on stream. Because at the end of the day, these guys are the ones with everything to lose. While you sit at home and watch them stream and, and talk about their passion on show. And I'm sure... Most people, majority of people watching, appreciated the show the guys put on in-game and out-of-game. It was a wonderful weekend. You know, Australia's best Call of Duty players, not just Mind Freak, but credit to Tainted, to Chiefs, to Prodigy, Validate, all these guys, all the way to the, the open guys in the top 30, put on a wonderful show, Call of Duty. So did the guys at ESL put on a wonderful production, and it's something we should be proud of. I did that, that podcast where I called on Call of Duty 
the Call of Duty community to step up and support the game. And you guys freaking did that. And I'm so proud. So proud of everyone I talked to. So proud of everyone I put that I put ever behind this game. And one thing I kept thinking all weekend is if we could get 30 teams there and put on the show we did, man, who knows what's to come. Let's start, let's keep building this. Let's ride off the momentum of Call of Duty Esports. Let's make it something huge because we've got so much potential and so much room to grow with our wonderful game and our wonderful community. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show in the weekend. If you have any comments, again, post in the comments below. Tweet at me at MF underscore Riggs with a Z. And I've got a lot more content, a lot more podcasts to come to keep you guys entertained and hopefully educate you guys a little bit on esports and gaming and my freak. Thanks for listening.